This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao-Yi, Oscar Panifex, Liam Fogarty and Jared Tim. We're a month into the 2023 NRL Premiership season and only one club remains yes. undefeated. G'day punters, welcome to episode 5, season 2 of the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. My name's Jared Timms. The club in question is the Brisbane Broncos and this bloke used to play for them. Jarrell Yao-Yi. Oh, it's great to be a Bronco at the moment, be a fan, be anything to do with Brisbane because we're the only team here. Uh, that that exists oh. around this area. So I see what you did there. It's really, really good to be a Brisbane Broncos old boy and a supporter at the moment. It's not for me. Rugby League writer's <laughs> own Oscar Panifex is also back for more. Welcome, mate. Hey. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no fins up uh, this week, unfortunately. Fins but um, yeah, respect to the Bronx. I think they deserve to be where they are on the ladder at the moment. Um, I'm glad it's them that are undefeated this week as opposed to your dirty birds, Jared. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, could be worse. Okay. And Ned's betting representative, Liam Foggy. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm so upset for this. <laughs> okay. I've been in his. <laughs> Shut up. How, how lit did you get over the weekend oh, after the Bronx got up again? Very lit. But <laughs> I made an effort not to text you, boys. I was going to yeah. say. Nah, g'day, fellas. Unlike Moses Suli, I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my god! Oh, you've been waiting for me. You've been waiting for really that. Like, I sat up last night. I was like, oh, I've got to say that. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Should we get stuck into the weekly affairs then? What do you reckon? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, after weeks, probably months to be fair, maybe of his entire NRL career to date, the speculation has been confirmed. Joseph Suali'i has signed mm. with Rugby Australia and mm. the Rotars. Three years, $4.8 million contract. Mm. Give me your initial thoughts. Like, I mean, I don't like that he's gone. No. But how can you turn that money down? No. Like, you'd be stupid. And the other thing that I think everyone else is blowing up about is because they're not as hot and young and can do what he does. So that's why they're angry. Mm. People are just filthy because they they can't go to rugby. Look, they're a really bad place, rugby union at the moment. We've we've had our very own <laughs> Liam over here um, absolutely pizzle them <laughs> um, the last couple of weeks. So um, yeah, they need all the help they can get um, at the moment. If, if that means stealing talent from us, well, good luck to them. Who was the last big name for Lau? I suppose it would have been, wouldn't it? That went over? Yeah. Corabetti. Yeah. Burgess. Cor- yeah, yeah Corabetti. Yeah, 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 and, uh, yeah, okay. Vinavalu, I suppose, goes yep. around for the Reds too, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, this looks like to be a far better one. Back to the days of uh, of Matt Rogers and Wendell Saylor, though. Lottie you think Tekiri. Lottie, yeah. Lottie, yeah. yeah okay. uh, so there's a, there's a lot of – I mean, when we talk about great wingers that have gone, yeah. those two jump out. I mean, mm. Lottie and Wendell, and they were, you know, playing outstanding uh, rugby league when they left. So they were big losses to the game, but they always came back. And I, this kid's young enough to, that he'll definitely come Do you reckon he will? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah I believe so. I mean, yeah. if he doesn't, if he doesn't uh, scratch his itch in the next couple of years here at the Roosters – with you know winning you know more grand you know grand finals upon grand finals, well then he'll be back. It might not be at the Roosters, but it might be somewhere else. But he'll be back in rugby league. Gus Gould and other pundits said this week he should go immediately. <laughs> what do we think about that? Should he go immediately? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think because he's such a high high profile player, um, and because everyone seems to get antsy when we talk about the other code. I think it's just been blown out of proportion. Like yeah. at the end of the day, there's a player who's been offered a, a better gig somewhere else and he's taken it. Yeah. Like I don't it's think like any other job. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I got to say this. I, I look at it this way. I'm pretty sure on his deathbed, he's not going to go. He's going to look back and go, "I'm so glad I took that money because <laughs> yeah. his kids, 
his grandkids, mm. you know, their kids, they're going to be thankful because he's going to be able to set them up for life. And you got to look at it at this. Yes, he is a big, big talent that we lose to rugby union, but I hope he goes well. And for one point six million a year, mm. as if if any of you, if any of us got pay, paid that much, I don't think we'd be worried about jumping over for the rugby union podcast. No, I'd, oh, be, no. I'd be wearing headgears. I'd be. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I'd be straight through the gate right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good luck to him. Uh, it's going to be a very, very interesting time from mm. the perspective of my rugby union fandom, I suppose. You must well. be stoked. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty pleased with that. I'm thrilled these guys. I'm, a, I'm actually a long-suffering Waratahs fan as well, oh, so it's, it's all yeah. round for me there. I don't yeah. even know who's in the competitions anymore. Uh, everything's yeah. the coming Reds up. Still the, Reds the Reds are still in. The Reds are still in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Go the Reds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys, this week, Jack Whiten announced his intention to test the market. Now, so far, he's played his entire NRL career at the Raiders. That's more than 200 games. He's a 2020 mm. Dally and medalist, New South Wales rep, Indigenous all-star Australian rap. Uh, give me your initial thoughts on this. Do you yeah. reckon he'll go? He hasn't actually confirmed that he wants to leave mm. Canberra. He's just testing the market. Yeah, and he has all the right to do that. Yeah. I mean, every single player has the right to test the market. And I think when you're the CEO, uh, yeah, any, any party that has anything to do with the Raiders, you would respect him for doing that. Because yeah. he's getting a bit on in his career. Um, he understands that <clears throat> money is, you know, obviously scarce. And get, we, we just spoke about, you know, Suwali'i leaving. So he probably wants to get the most out of any contract that's coming. And I don't blame him from going to the open market. Imagine if he left the Raiders. Is it weird. panic stations for them? They would be horrific. It'd be odd. Yeah, it'd be odd. It'd just force a bit of a change. I mean, I think they're in the process of kind of turning over that roster from the era that, you know, almost won a grand final in yeah. 2019. Mm. There's a lot of players that are, have moved on or are going to be moved on in the next few years. So, yeah, it'd be a big change. It'd free up a lot of money in their cap to to pick up someone else and, you know, maybe take them in a bit of a different direction. I think the interesting debate around this is what position he wants to play. Yeah, okay. Because, um, you know, you could – realistically, you could plug him in at lock. Yeah. You could return him to fullback. You could play him at six. You could play him in the centres. So I think it comes down to – what clubs are, are looking for a player in that position. And then secondly, like you said, what sort of money is he chasing? And it, it's hard to find players like Jack White in our game right mm. now. That can play multiple positions like him. I mean, like just off the top of my dome, I don't even think I can think of mm. a player that could play in the forwards, fullback, centre wing, um, in the halves. Yeah. There's probably no one. Wade Graham. I mean, well, when he was yeah, younger. When he was younger. Yeah. But, but Jack's sort of around the same age as yeah. him and he can still do all that. So, I mean, if you could chuck him in any origin side, any Australian side, he would do the job. So, I mean, <clears throat> it's good for other clubs. I mean, we just seen Parramatta come on the uh, other scene about asking to for an X factor. Um, you know, fullback and Clint Gutherson's apparently interested on in doing anything that's best for the side. Mm. Um, does that mean Clint moving to centres? I mean, I don't like that. Yeah. I think Clint is has got the X factor they they need. Well, they probably top just tier fullback exactly. Yeah. So, but it is interesting <laughs> that Jack Whiten's wanted to go to the open market, and that's happened at the same time. So, there's 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 something there. I reckon. Who do you think would benefit other than the Eels from a Jack Whiten Oscar? Do you reckon straight off the bat? Yeah, I was talking Dolphins. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes and no. Dolphins again. Like, what position are you getting mm, in yeah, play? Like, fair. they've got Sean O'Sullivan and Katara going to be their long term halves. So, and Hamaso's killing it at fullback. <clears throat> And Tom Gilbert, I think he's one of the best up-and-coming middle forwards in the game. So Dolphins, you're probably looking in the centres. Um, could be, it could be the halves, though. I mean, like we just spoke about, it could be anywhere, yeah. really. So, But Wayne's a genius at this stuff. So does he just put 
um, Katoa behind um, yeah, Jack Wyden for, for a couple of, couple of years and go, learn off this guy, learn your trade, mm. and then go and do your thing because who wouldn't want to learn footy of Jack oh, White, sure. Jackie? I mean, yeah. he's not only – like, I, and I say this, there's not many people I would say this about in the NRL. He is a great bloke and he is someone you want to run out and play mm. footy with because he will go to war with he's you. He's a warrior. He's a he? warrior. Yeah. And, you know, if you've got someone like Atoa behind him and learning all the craft, you know, everything, not not just how he plays footy personality-wise, how he sees the game, I think I think they'd be a be in real big favour of the Dolphins. I was talking to my Raiders – uh, a mate of mine who's a Raiders fan, shout out Wayno if you're listening, um, about where White might want to go. And like the conversation was around what's his main reason for leaving? Is he raising because he wants, is he leaving because he really wants to win a comp? Mm. And if so, like if that's the case, and there's only a few clubs really that are in that much better of a position than Canberra, like to justify the move, right? Well, how, is, how old is Jack actually? 31 <coughs> or 32? So, yeah. I think, I reckon he's my age. I think which he's, is yeah, so, so, so you got to think. Well, well, maybe a year younger. Yeah. I, and then off the top of my head, I can't really think of him having touch wood, yeah. you know, really big injuries. So mm. he's obviously in a good paddock and he's, yeah. he's doing all right. So does that mean that adds an extra four years onto his yeah. playing career? You 30. Know? Yeah, 33. Well, okay. oh, right. So yeah. like that's, that's 34 yeah. is probably, you know, the average around if you're going this far in your career. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Broncos were taking when uh, – when, well, when Bronx, this, here's another hot take. What about to replace Chad Townsend up in the cows and ooh. move Dearden to seven? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't hate that. Mm. I don't hate that at all. And I think the Cowboys fans would be – They'd love him. They would love that. Yeah. And he would thrive up there. He's a country boy. Yep. Loves you know loves being around that vibe. He would fit in perfectly. Is there a place at the Sharks for a Jack Whiten? Play next to Nico Hines. Not in the no. – No, they're big on – Braden Trindle yeah. oh, the are they? Okay, just right, signed him yeah. on a three-year extension or something like that, and, yeah, he's going to be a player for them for but a while. But it's not a bad thing for us to be talking on this podcast about where the heck does Jack White go. <laughs> We've just rattled off about six teams yeah. that he could go to. So he's got options. He's, he's obviously smart enough and his management is smart enough. He doesn't seem like a guy that drags stuff out, so I would say that this wouldn't go on forever. Yep. I reckon it'll be sorted probably in the next, you know, little bit. I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to drag it on because that's not the type of guy he is. Mm. Well established that I'm a Manly Seagulls fan. Now, what? I ask entirely <laughs> sincerely here, can one of you help me just make sense of this move? Aaron Woods in for Viliami Fafita and Alec Tuatafake out. Yeah, I think it's just they don't, they're don't. they not going to get playing time. Is that, well, Manly. is Aaron Woods, though? Like, he's going to be going around for Blacktown all year. Uh, yeah, but I just think that they've just obviously told these young boys that they're just not going to get any time yeah, this year or up. next year. Yeah. And I think the Dragons have given them that permission to say, yeah, we can give you game time. Yeah, okay. And I, you I know what? It's, no yeah. And money-wise as well. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, at the Dragons at the moment, you, you, you need – you need you know young throbbers like them coming through. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's just the truth. So, I think they play a lot of footy for the Dragons in the next year, um, and that's only a good thing for the Dragons fans. This prompted all of this Moses Sully content that you were talking yeah. about at the top of the show as well. Here was he saying that he's not happy now though, or he wasn't no, happy when would, he went over no, there. He just he just gave the journos an inch, <laughs> yeah. and they've taken oh, it. Haven't they? Well, I don't do that. And you know what? what we are, we obviously haven't seen the rest of his conversation. Yeah, they love the. <laughs> I can't believe he started with that. Like, it doesn't matter what he said the next five minutes. Like, that's the only soundbite they're going to use. Like, yeah. It just, 
the the PR bloke working with the dragons must have just <laughs> shit himself up. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he's like, what are you he doing? Might, he the door yeah, he might even got the arse. Yeah, I was just about to say. But that's, you know, and unfortunately for him, he, he definitely didn't want to leave. Like, I've, I've heard he didn't want to leave, but if you want opportunities, you've got to go elsewhere sometimes, yeah. and that's just the way it is. Um, and, I mean, it doesn't help that they're – you know, their coaches on the chopping block at the moment and there's a lot of chat around the fans not being happy at Dragon. So they'll just jump on anything. They will. Oscar, who's the most overrated team in the NRL in 2023? Oh, I liked your little segment this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's Broncos. You don't? As, as much as I'd like to hang some shit on you two boys here yeah. today, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think it's the Bronx. You can't. Most overrated. Can't he oh, can and have. <laughs> I don't know. That's a hard one. Yeah, we put him on the spot. Have you got an idea? Um, well, I'm going to need to think of it. I, I got I got so fired up after you, your video yesterday yeah. that I can tell you I, a lot of people did, and I've picked um, a few comments. Yeah, go so. on, read them out then. <laughs> I know that's what you're well, trying to is, segue. Well, into. yeah, this is the point of the week where we start getting the punters involved in the show. Jared Willems said dolphins will collapse. Not mm. much on the bench. Then he said rabbits and panthers again. So I'm wondering if he means rabbits and panthers will be the pick of the right. teams again. Oh, okay. Or if he thinks they're, they're, overrated, they're overrated, again. overrated again. Well, they can't be overrated again. No. Because they haven't been overrated mm. for a while. No. So. And they're both sitting about mid-table <laughs> at the moment yeah. too, aren't they? Yeah. So it's not really I'm not overrated. worried about them too. They're just, yeah, I'm not worried about those so sides being overrated. Jason Neuft said cowboys, Neuft. exclamation mark. Mm. They go How overrated. Can they be overrated if they've won well, a game. They're what they? two or, and two yeah. or something. Yeah. Like I know, I get where he's coming from though. Like, are they performing? You know, not as well. Not as, as well as they were well, last I think year. They yeah. are. Actually, from a betting perspective, I think they're overrated every week. The bookies still don't seem to have caught on to the fact, mm. in my opinion, that they're not playing as well as they did when they made a prelim. They're underdogs against the Bulldogs this are week, they? just quietly. Yeah. Were they though, or is that market flipped? Uh, I have a feeling that market's flipped. I think. Nah, I think they still. I think they still are. They were a dollar ninety last. Ninety six. Like I think from where it started, I think they flipped. Anyway, Bill Max said Storm will be fine because you said you thought the Storm might be a little bit overrated. Yeah, I mean, well. I just I, if we're talking like I said earlier in the week if we're talking right now we 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 just put Melbourne Storm here yeah. you know and I just think they're just they are overrated right now yeah because um, we will always think yeah yeah <laughs> they are overrated except yeah. you know I'll probably tip them this week yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> there's no problem about yeah, that yeah, anyway yeah. we'll get to that later <laughs> in the show uh, Bill oh. Max Storm will be fine they have been consistently the best or very near for more than 10 years well, I can't sit on the fence so I, got, I can't have splinters in my bum so I just had to say what I was thinking more than fair they'll mm. be in the 8 this year I reckon too they haven't hit any real form yet lost a lot of good players yep. as always now this is the best part of the responses the Jared Timms directed ones yeah we like these ones yeah, these Sakaya Madsen <laughs> your mate has no idea JY <laughs> he's actually not we're, not we're not friends yeah. guys yeah, yeah, your mate's quite <laughs> Stretch there, isn't it? <laughs> oh, savage! Yeah, we are best. Yeah. Yeah. He's paid to be. They're here. coming from everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Um, Danny Lynch said, "Is this dude on crack? Broncos, seriously? Oh gosh, no, no. Yes, I am serious. No Danny crack Lynch. policy here. And yes, you're on crack. <laughs> and then finally, my favourite was from Rod Davidson. Top comment this week: That Tim's is a clown. <laughs> you should dress up as a clown yeah, one day. Yeah. That would be the best if you just rolled in here with a clown outfit on. Got no FKN idea yeah. and they actually get paid to spruik this BS. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't be laughing, but we are. They watch it every <laughs> week. <laughs> but we also reached out to the NRL open group as we do yeah. week in, week out. I don't know if we need to do that. Just anymore. to see if there's... <laughs> 
just to see if there's anything that they want to discuss. Oh, Thankfully, there is. Thank you to Mountain Dew nah. for this one. It's my Shout favorite. Mountain Dew. It's, it's actually my... the worst drink in the world, by yeah. the way. But worst bloke yeah. in the world. I was going to say, <laughs> best comment, though. Yeah. He said, best try score is Manly versus Knights. It's an Arvo game. Some have more, uh, should have more tribes, I beg your pardon, than Fogg has had rejections from the fairer sex. 100 <laughs> emojis. Look, just like our new slag uh, tagline, you uh, you win some, you lose more. <laughs> I, just, geez, I don't know why he's hit me with that. I didn't ask for that. No. <laughs> I wasn't oh, even in there today. I think, yeah, he's just picked you really yes. well. The groups are just coming at people. Oh, have we got a response to the first half of that, though? Why is Fogg so bad with the women? No, uh, try, <laughs> try scorers in the middle. Because he likes them. Men, that's why. Oh. <laughs> I think there's some pretty obvious ones oh. in that though. Tom Trebojevic is good for a try almost all the time, as is uh, yeah. well, who else in the manly back line? Oh, well, no one in the night side. No, is going to be this week. Garrick's probably Ruben a good Garrick. show. You might yeah. need to stop putting things in there because yeah. he's coming at you. Oh, yeah. No more winners for you, Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh. All right, this week, Oscar, you had a look into the unheralded heroes of each club. Now, you've outlined a player from all 17 clubs in your article on the Neds yep. blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, we obviously don't have time to go into no, a deep dive on all 17, but is there any that you really want to have a look at? Yeah, well, the reason that I came up with this um, article this week was after what Mark the Goat Nichols did yeah. um, for the Dolphins last week against the Broncos. Yeah, that try saver in the corner when Solvin Cobbo looked like he was going to jump over the top. Looked of like him. he was dolphin yeah. diving. Uh, yeah, he had his yeah. fin up. Yeah, <laughs> fin was well and true. <laughs> he yeah. did, did he? Yeah. Oh, no way. And uh, Mark, Mark, as he was uh, <laughs> as he was falling to the Suncorp turf, um, he stuck a uh, hand out and knocked the ball out of Cobbo's hands. I thought it was a spectacular spectacular effort yeah. and when you re- rewind the tapes Nichols made three consecutive tackles before that as well including a try saver on uh, Reese Walsh he, he had no right to be there no right to be there no. Particularly for an old old yeah. middle forward in the back end of his stint in that game, I just thought that was very impressive. So yeah, that got me thinking about another, um, you know, a few oh, a player for each club. Um, so yeah, head over to the um, Ned's blog if you're interested in checking that out and roast me if if you disagree with the player that I've selected. Um, what, who who did you pick for the Tigers? The Tigers? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a hard one, Whoever actually. Whoever left uh, the Tigers last season, they no, won't no, have I don't think you've been <laughs> Brett Naden, I think, okay. yeah. has started okay. the season oh, um, pretty well. Like, a net, net positive, I think, overall with how okay. hard he runs the ball. And yeah. I think if they set him up for a few more opportunities in good ball, he'd probably... Um, trouble the, the scoreboard a little more often. Good so. segue into the Broncos absolutely dushing them this weekend. Ooh, yeah. And we'll who's been there. the standout for you in the Broncos? Oh, it's Reese Walsh right now. Yeah. I mean, is I he mean, an unheralded hero though? I suppose no, it's quite heralded. Yeah, yeah. So just go with what I said the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just playing out of his skin at the moment, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Like and then, it. yeah, I think. Sorry, mate. Just go. No, 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 don't be yeah. worried. Don't um, be sorry. And then just jumping or shifting tunes a little bit. Um, two guys that stood out for me last week: um, Lockie Miller and Jonah mm. Pezet. Mm. Yeah. Pezet. Not sure how to pronounce your surname. Apologies. Um, but yeah, I thought Lockie Miller in particular. Everyone's been losing it on the socials about his try involvements last week as a ball player. Mm. Um, we've seen him be an excellent support runner, really good out the back, um, but. Yeah, the, last week in particular, we saw him just the little subtleties before he was passing, slowing his um, feet a few times just before mm. the line. Really engaging is, those lead runners, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, there was one in particular when he put Frizzell over. Um, throughout that whole set, he got an offload when the Knights were 50 metres back upfield. 
Um, got a late offload from Fitzgibbon and immediately shifted it to the far side mm -hmm. to find easy meters, which is rule 101 when you get an offload is shifted to the far side of yep. the field. Um, so they found cheap meters down that left edge and then he came back through the middle and he got um, Matt Croker into half a gap and he, that's how he was able to get that awesome offload away. And again, that was just the subtleties of him slowing at the line and getting Croaks one-on-one -on -one with a defender so that he could get his arm free. And then came over to the right edge, the third consecutive tackle in a row um, and picked out Tom Starling in the line and sent Frizzell right at him. So those three actions for me suggest that He's only 11 games into his career, but doing a really good job as a ball player, which is probably not what we thought no. um, he could do in this night's outfit. So, yeah, really excited. For probably needed fans. to, though, because obviously they're missing a bit of firepower with no, no KP there. And, yep. um, and he's put his hand up. Confidence, you know, he builds off the back of that. It just builds confidence. So hopefully he can carry that into this week. Yeah. yeah. What about Pizette? Yeah, really impressed with Pizette. And I think I'll throw to you guys first. Do you think there's a world where Bellamy moves Meany back to the wing or to the bench, plays Munster at fullback, and Pazette keeps a spot in the halves? Well, I think if Jerome Hughes maybe um, doesn't come I mean, back. Or obviously, yeah, if he's not back. Yeah. But when, when all three are fit, do you play Hughes and Pazette, Munster at fullback, and Meany on the wing or, or off the bench? What, what? happens when Papa yeah, now is Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. We, we, we don't that, even know. That yeah. solves itself, I guess. Yeah. It's unlike the Pat Storm to have selection problems, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's actually <laughs> odd to see the Melbourne Storm where they are at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Like, um, because I just, <clears throat> I don't know where they are, mm. but they're always, they're always a side that you can just be like, if they turn up, you go, no, oh, well, that's, yep. that's Melbourne. Yep. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate what you're, what you're saying because we, we love when Cam Munster's got his hands on the ball and when he's in open space, even when he has the ball, when he plays that role in the halves, like he just – he makes everything look so simple yep. and effortless. Yep. And I think that if he does get that opportunity at fullback, I don't think they will. I think mm. Craig's pretty set on where he is at the moment. But if he does get that option again um, and he finds himself a fullback, I think he's going to be damaging. Yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, agreed. I think, yeah, Meany's pretty safe there as yeah. a fill-in until Paps is back. Yep. I think there might be some merit to if they're needing to score more points, you know, having Munster at fullback, yeah. who's a, probably a better ball player than um, Meany is. But, yeah, just Pazette, I think just the way he's played over the first two games yeah. in first grade, he's made that an option for Bellamy, which is something that they don't, you know, usually we're not debating on what their best makeup is in the spine. Um, he's quick. He's obviously talented, but I think the way that they've introduced him uh, into first grade last week against the Tigers, they had a clear plan to get at Brooks's inside shoulder mm -hmm. um, because that then was testing what Asu Kapoa did at centre outside Brooks. Yeah. Um, so it's three times where um, Pazette got at Brooks's <clears throat> inside shoulder. First time Kapoa jammed in on Meany out the back, and so Pazette threw over the top, and they got cheap meters down the edge through yeah. Remus Smith. The next time Kapoa didn't jam quite as well um, in time as uh, Brooks did, and both King and Pazette were able to get that little offload away, and that's mm. when Katoa threw to Warbrick to score in the corner. And then the third time Kapoa did jam, but Brooks kind of wasn't sure what Kapoa was, was doing, doing. Yeah. and so Brooks held on Katoa, and that's when Pazette was able to sneak his through the line. I think it's only the Melbourne Storm that ever can bring kids through that make when they when in games make things look like training drills mm. like they're so good at that and it showed over the years they just they're so clinical when they can get those things right they're still going to be a big threat this year melbourne mm. um they always are uh they'll just have to go the hard way around they haven't got all their you know star power at the start of the year yeah. they're not used to that uh so they're going to have to find something closer to the back end when the finals come along which they will make the top eight just how far will they go um mm. 
it might be okay for him if they if they've got some fresh legs. Like if you know, perhaps it's not playing the first. Yeah. Bit, he's just got to hit his straps when he comes back. Yeah. That's the level of detail you get a rugby leg right. This is, that's it's great, sensational. I, I love <laughs> yeah, listening yeah, to yeah. him talk about the X's yeah. and O's. That's my favourite part of the show. Honestly, yeah. not saying a word <laughs> yeah. and just listening to your analysis <laughs> makes me feel like I've, I don't even know anything about the sport. <laughs> <laughs> my God, yeah, yeah. This is rugby league. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, Jarrell, you had a podcast before you started on the world famous I did. NRL punting podcast. Was it called Story Time with Jarrell? No, it? it was Story Time with JYY. So okay, basically, right. uh, it was a potty that happened just before COVID. Yeah. Um, and then obviously COVID, so I wasn't allowed to have anyone at my house. Yeah. Uh, no one over. So I sort of just um, kicked it in the ass and just said, I'm not doing it anymore. Plus, I just lost my job at the Broncos. So I was sort of just like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Okay. The podcast was all about best stories uh, that come with any sporting. So, I, you know, I, I was lucky enough to have um, Jack Reed, Matt Gillette talk about some of our um, some great, uh, you know, off-season trips. Uh, mm. Then, obviously, Chris Linon, um, who's a close friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. And some of his antics of his trips away for uh, cricket sides. Yeah. Um, so I thought, you know, we had a chat and I thought um, I'd segue into a, yeah. a couple of um, my favourite stories of uh, rugby league. Here we go. <laughs> and Settle I, in. I, got to, I think I've got to go straight into the deep end with one of them. Um, set the scene for you. First year of first grade. Um season away trip to Mexico. Uh, nice. We was only very was young. Was Willie Mason on this trip? No, Willie Mason wasn't. I did a year on Willie Mason's podcast and he also told Mexico trips that we couldn't tell on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to keep to ones we can tell. <laughs> Thank and, you. Yeah. And <laughs> there, there, there could be another round table talk just without the mics. Um, but the one, one, the one, there's many stories that come out of this. Seven days in Mexico never turns out well for a lot of young players, yeah. foot, rugby league players yeah. that are just want to drink piss and enjoy themselves. So yeah. this story is one of my favourites of all time. So set the scenes. There's a place in Mexico called Senor Frogs. Uh, it's a Mexican, obviously, joint that is just filled with a lot of piss, a lot of people. Uh, and the big famous thing that happens at Senor Frogs is there's a huge slide that goes through the whole of the pub <laughs> out into the ocean. Yeah, really, really cool. Um, we're about day three in of our trip and um, there's a few sore heads already. Uh, we, we, we thought a plan going, let's go four days, have a day off, and then we'll do the last little bit um, and go hard. Never happens like that, obviously. Nah. We just go hard for seven nights. Um, but this day was in particular really funny because um, the day before that, we'd, um, we'd hired scooters sober, obviously, in Mexico. Um, yeah. I'd come off, um, so I'd had bark everywhere off me. Um, so I was like, maybe I shouldn't get in the ocean. And the boy's like, no, no, it's the best thing to do to get in the ocean. We go to this place. Everyone's going down the slide here at Senor Frogs. Um, and you're getting pictures like there's a, there's a camera at the end. No one's there at nine o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Family start to roll in around 10, 11. Things get a bit weird. Nick yeah. Kenny goes down fully naked. Uh, <laughs> so there's pictures coming out on the big screen with cags and penises. <laughs> That's only the start of it. Couple of same game multis. Oh down the slide. I'll tell you what, he was nuts. Um, <laughs> anyway, outside we got banished outside. The people, because we paid a lot of money to be there. A lot of, um, I don't know what the Mexicans are, pesos? I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, pesos. Yep, yep. Um, we Very paid a lot of money um, for a bar tab and they're like, they put 
put us outside and blocked us off with one pool table. Anyways, because we're on the ocean, um, Josh McGuire thought it was okay to throw all Nick Kenny's clothes into the ocean. Doesn't so like while that. he was going down the slide, <laughs> killers walking around naked, and then they're like, "You got to put your clothes on." Not us, the people. <laughs> yeah. You got to put your clothes on. <laughs> anyway, he sees his clothes and he jumps in the ocean. While he's in the ocean, Josh McGuire's spearing with pool tables, up your cues, sorry, trying to, and then the owner comes <laughs> over. He's pretty big. He's pretty strong. Yeah, anyway, the boss, owner yeah. comes over and goes, get out of the water, get out of the water. And we're all like, what do you mean? And in the middle of the ocean, there was a, obviously Mexico, it's like a sewerage thing that was, it was, it was oh. elevated up. <laughs> yeah. So he stood on top of it and the person, they're freaking out saying, stay there. They've had to get a boat, right? It's not he's not far from the thingy, but it's really hard to get over back over the thing. They get him in and they all gather us around and they're like, there's alligators and crocodiles. There's crocodiles that live underneath here. Underneath oh, senior frogs. And we were like, you're <laughs> bullshit. We we think they're lying. We get kicked out for a little bit and said, you can come back later on. When we come back and we're all drinking there, there's spotlights on the water and three massive alligators oh. go out. So when you talk about <laughs> when you talk about someone who could have died, Nick Kenny, we could have lost Nick Kenny <laughs> in the summer of two thousand and nine <laughs> in Mexico, and that was that was one of the scariest, funniest stories I've ever had. So um, I haven't really told that before. So um, I'm sure the boys will enjoy that. New one. content on the yeah. Nets NRL podcast. Well and truly worth the wait for this segment. Honestly, <laughs> that was outstanding. Uh, Fogs Fast Five, top bat. It's time for Fogs Fast. Five. Fox Fast Five this week. I couldn't come up with much stand-up material like I have the last few weeks, boys. But you're sitting down, so that's fine. Well, that's it. Oh, man, you should crack the jokes, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Way funnier than <laughs> um, Obviously, I watched Eve Footy over the weekend, and I thought I'd ask you guys a few questions that kind of popped up. Um, so this week on Fox Fast Five, I thought I'd use the little time that Jared gives me to hear from you fellas. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'll, I'll start with, um, and look, this is from my small little ape brain. So if you guys think these are stupid questions, feel free to let me know. That's oh, okay. Uh, this is going to be good. Jews already yeah. all over <laughs> in the NRL group. So this first one's to Jared and Oscar, um, and we're going to get out of the road. How does New South Wales fit in Cleary, Hines, Luai, Burton, Luttrell, Turbo, Tedesco, To'o, Critter, Suwali, and Stags into a into a backline. Like I don't think we pick Luai this year. Mm-hmm. I think I would I would personally pick uh, Cleary and Burton in the halves. Would you? And I would pick Nico Hines at fourteen, Ooh. or Hines at six, and. Yeah. Uh, Burton at 14. You've got to pick Turbo in the centres. You've probably got to pick Latrell in yep. the centres. Tedesco's the captain of the team. Yep. Um, who else am I missing there? I, Wing. I don't need Crichton in my team. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, because he didn't score for you last <laughs> week. <laughs> and it's not yeah. Crichton, it's Critter. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not on a first-name <laughs> yeah. basis with it. Um, who else He's was there then, Oscar? Out. Do you want to jump in? Yeah, I pr- agree. I think it'll be Teddy. I mean, the Wings... You can probably move. I mean, Jacob Kraz is making a case for himself. I didn't he? mention Ado Car either. Like, I think yeah, right. I'd yeah. probably have fo- yeah, but World same as you. Trail, yeah. Trail and Turbo in the centres, and I'd be having Hines and Cleary in the half. I think yes. if Latrell gets chosen, I think you pick Josh Ado Car with them just because of the cultural uh, understanding they they've have together. They've got a really, they're very very yeah. close. Yeah. Um, and man, they're. 
I don't want them to playing for New South Wales, so that, yeah. that means they should be. Just realised I haven't picked Whiten that we've just done a 10-minute yeah, segment on there yeah. as well. He's a total... <laughs> he we can do it forget about him. Yeah. Yeah, he could right. be the one that you'd slot in at um, the X-15, you know, the extra yeah, back he, he can run drinks. I don't want him to yeah, yeah, he, he doesn't have to play. Yeah, <laughs> concussion sub. All right, blue shout out of the way. Gerard, you and me now, mate. No Ponga. Let's say there's no Ponga. And it looks like Talongi's out for at least six weeks. Yep. Does your mate Reese Walsh and the Hammer both make it into your back line for yeah. Queensland? Yep, yep, they do. I think if there's no um, Murray, <clears throat> I think the Hammer <clears throat> fits into there. Reese Walsh at fullback. Uh, I mean, how fast is that? <laughs> is that back line? Yeah. If, if they and then you put Selwyn Cobbo, who's a strong carry of the ball, and then you've got Reese Walsh at the back. I mean, it's it's just yeah, you're dropping. Xavier Coates, no Xavier Coates. Yeah, well, I just uh, like right now, I just don't think X is playing mm. the best footy he yeah. possibly can. Um, and you know what? We've still got two months to go, so anything can happen between there. But right now, yeah, I'm picking the hammer on form. He's he's you know he doesn't only just come as as a as a winger for Queensland. He's a roaming um, fullback. Yeah. So instead of just Reese doing all that work the whole time, Reese yeah. hasn't played yet. So he'll understand what it's like to play Origin when he gets that opportunity. Yeah. It's so much more than um, doing all that work. It's faster. It's mm. more physical. So I think Hammer will need to be around that area as well. So it's a great headache for yeah, us to have. A huge headache. All right, I'll go around the circle. Start with you, Jared. Uh, this is a question for everyone. If you could give one player an Origin debut this year, who who are you giving oh, the new cap to? Jeez, Hamole Olakawatu. Surprise, surprise. Out of, well, you want me to, you <laughs> want me to answer Sorry. with a seagull? So answer that. Yeah, ask me the question. Yeah. You're going to get my response. Yeah. Uh, no, prob- no, no. Actually, in all seriousness, Nico Hines. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Is he not debut? Yet? No. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Oh, who you got, Drow? Obviously for Queensland. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I mean, I don't want to like it's. I just don't want to change anything no. about the squad. Um, but it is probably Reese. I mean, yeah, because he hasn't <laughs> yeah. played yet, right? I mean, that's yeah. the that's the guy we've just spoken about him. So if I'm giving anyone a debut, it's I don't really need to give it to him. I think he's probably going to have it. Yeah, yeah. Oscar, who you got? Uh, Keon Kalomatangi. Yeah, 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 I like don't that. that <laughs> yeah, off right the bench, back row. Yeah. Bash, yeah. bash and boys. Yeah. I'm going to go real, real abstract with it. I've really liked what I've seen from Alufiana Camperera. I think he could do a job yeah. on a wing for us. Wow. The second try he scored on the weekend, like he just turned it on. He was so yeah. quick. And he's yeah, I don't hate that. Five tries already this year. Wow. He's just some, yeah, you know, I don't think he's our best winger, but we could take a punt on but him. But I like, I like that you've thrown – and you know what? It's nice to um, have that conversation about, you know, future people who mm. uh, we've got depth with. And yeah. it's, it's, it's great. I didn't know this. I didn't know Jaden Campbell was eligible for Queensland. Yeah. Is Helens, he? Helensville Hornets own – To play for Queensland, yes, though? Yes, yes. Well, he, well, he's – That's surprising. You have to put it on your NRL contracts. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he's obviously said yes. Okay. And I'm not mad about that. Like, Just he, another bloke from the North Gold Coast, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Real great guy. <laughs> Helensville Hornets represent. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Question number four. We're all pretty high on the Roosters to win the comp before round one, if you go back and listen to the first step. Yep. yep. Now that we've had four weeks of footy, boys, if you could change your Prem bet, would you? And who would you change it to? No, I don't think no, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep it, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm going to... I'm just going to stay all say Roosters forever. It was Roosters or Rabbits we all pretty yeah, much yeah. agreed on. Yeah, I'm going to stay with them. Yeah. I, I still think um, I still think they've got the quality. Yeah. Uh, on, they just need to show her on the field. And, um, they've had players out. They're warming to the task. That's I yeah. think they'll be all right. Yeah. I, did a, I had a look at them a couple of weeks ago, and of Radley, Keary, and Walker, who are their three most important guys in attack, mm. 
of I think of a possible 60 games or whatever it is that they've all been at the club together at the same time. They've only played about 15 of those. Wow. 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 And like for a side, I think the Roosters play with more moving paths than any other team Can in the comp yeah. from an attacking standpoint because they use Radley, Kiri and Walker interchangeably at first, second, third receiver. Yeah. I think they just haven't had a chance. The most amount of games they've played together is eight games in a row. Mm. That's when they won eight in a row last year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Eight in a row, never forget. Well, there you All go. Right. There's the stats. <laughs> and this last question, it's for you, Jared, and it's a two-parter, so this don't interrupt. Be great. <laughs> don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. Right. So you've already failed. Um, <laughs> when you used your platform and influence on unpopular opinions to say the Broncos were overrated, did you do that just to stir Drell and I up? And when will you be standing down? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not Gerald. Uh, I've wound him up enough times to know, well, for him to know what I'm doing. But you absolutely. It's pretty low-hanging fruit. Clearly right in your head there, mate. Yeah. I was the first angry react on the post as well. Yeah, he's, he's actually mounting He's throwing you yeah. off. Yeah. He's attacking himself yeah. in the group yeah. so no one knows. You saw no one was in the office on Monday when we filmed that. No. That video hadn't started spending money yet and Liam had already angry react. Yeah. Wow. I'm quick. I'm very quick. Fox Fast Five, baby. He was laying here yeah. in the Room. I'm up in the roof. I live here. <laughs> well, not as good as last week, but a uh, a good slowish fast. Well, slowish five this week. <laughs> you win some, you lose more, boys. <laughs> With all the stats, trends, and betting you need to know, this is the offload. All right, Liam, let's kick it off with this week's Don't Argue. Yeah, so there's no hat-tricks this week to uh, read about, boys, but there are a few incredible numbers that a few players put up. Uh, Mitch Moses set a record for the most kick meters in a game. Mm. He had 26 kicks for 1,006 meters. Ooh. Yeah, that was uh, incredible. Tino Malawi had 22 runs for 222 meters, put the Titans on his mm. back despite yeah. not getting the results. Cameron Murray had 57 tackles and only missed one. Warrior. We know mm. how good Nico Hines is. Three try assists, five line break, line break assists, and he converted five of seven. Jeez. He's well and truly back. Mm. Dylan Edwards scored 97 on the hard-earned index, boys. And <laughs> I still don't know what that means, but <laughs> I really want to gamble on it. Uh, it means he had, it means he had 97 really VBs. Yeah, <laughs> Look, all of these incredible performances, boys, still no markets for any of them, which is disappointing. But, you know, we'll sort that out one day, maybe, probably not. <laughs> Speaking of things you could bet on, though, who were our punters' pals yeah. around for? So um, this this is a really interesting one. Uh, betting on a team, a team you think to win 1-12 to 12 has been massive this year. Mm -hmm. So 25 out of the 32 games so far this season have been decided by 12 points or less, which is 78% of the game. Wow. Testament to how good these games have been. Yeah, yeah. it is. True. So, you know, if you got on 1-12 to 12 and got the right team in every game, you'd be very much in the green. Uh, Nick Meany versus the Tigers. He's been <laughs> very versus the Tigers. Good, yeah, yeah, Everyone well. versus the Tigers. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's gonna be yeah. It's going to be a tough Sorry, year Tigers, for the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, Meany's yeah. now scored at least one try in five of his last six appearances against West. It was mm. his first try against him as a Melbourne player on the weekend. Mm. This streak goes all the way back to 2019 when Meany was at the Bulldogs. The Bronx in Queensland have now won at nine of its last ten matches as a favourite in Queensland. Mm -hmm. How good was I wish Finns Broncos was every week. That oh, was me the too. Best. The whole the whole build up was hot. 
Rabbitohs v Manly, another great game yeah. over the weekend. Manly have now lost 13 of its last 14 matches at a core stadium. Wow. Um, and Cody Walker has now scored... A, <laughs> Cody Walker's hit a couple here. He's now scored at least one try in each of South's last four games against Manly and has been the first try scorer in three of South's last four against Manly. That is a stat. That one's worth keeping. I had yeah. him for, for a hat-trick on my oh, personal oh, and it no. ball bounced up and into Tommy Turbo's hand right at the end. Yeah. I swear to God, my TV <laughs> copped a beating. I got a new one already, so it's okay. <laughs> If, uh, if you'd just, you know, been a bit more of a wuss, you would have got him for 10 bucks to score a double, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. okay. it cool. cost you a bit more yeah, than... Jump change, yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> go for the hard trick. Yeah. Sione Katoa has now scored at least one try in eight of his last 10 appearances. Yep. Sharks are up against the Warriors this week, and the last time Katoa played the Warriors, he scored three. That's paying 17 bucks this week. Ooh, like that. Any tips for round five? Yeah, Souths v Melbourne is one of the games of the round, in my opinion. Melbourne has failed to cover the line in 12 of its last 16 matches. Line set at five and a half. Uh, Ten of Melbourne's last 12 night matches have gone under the total match points line, which is 41 and a half. You can get Souths to cover an under 41 and a half at $3.80. Yeah, okay. Seagulls v Knights. Tommy Turbo. This one's for Mountain Dew. Tommy <laughs> Turbo has scored <laughs> at least one try in 12 of his last 15 appearances with Manly as a favorite. You wow. can get Turbo for the low, low price of $1.70. Yeah. Bronx v West Tigers. Now, you know, you'd probably expect Bronx 13 plus well, to be careful. the way we to go. Pants, we got our pants pulled down last year. But be very nervous. Yeah. They did lose this Tigers yeah. game last year, didn't they? they? Did, I was there for that. Yeah. That was heartbreaking. Well, yeah. Don't go this year, please. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> the, Tigers have, the Tigers have lost each of their last four matches by a margin of 1 to 12. So that's one to consider. The Bronx mm. 1 to 12 is the value play at $3.15. Mm. Might wow. be what, what I land on. Mm. What about if you're not first, you're last? Not many to report this week. Bryce Cartwright for the Parramatta Eels was the only notable one. He had $26 first try scorer. Ooh. We only had one bet on him, and that was 20 bucks. Yeah, right. Um, couldn't be bothered to do the math on that one. <laughs> Someone's just having a fun Saturday. Yeah. 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 Was yeah. A fluke. Did we see many bad beats? Yeah. My math uh, is one of them. Uh, you rattled me. Oh, God. Oh, no. The Panthers head-to-head -head is probably um, one of the, the bad beats of the round. They were $1.36 heading into Thursday night. Mm. One punter had $1,200 on them and another had a massive 43163 <laughs> oh. He would have been up and about oh, when Cleary hit no. that field goal right oh, at the end. Yeah, um, wow. He might need a new TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. And then the other, oh, it's, it's a oh, bro. shocking, is it? I, yeah. I can't even laugh at that one. That yeah. one but makes wait, me feel Jarrell. sick. There's more. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> so man, Manly head-to-head, -head, oh, look, they were $2.25 underdogs to be fair, but Manly were in the game throughout. Mm. Um, they were leading for most of it. They mm. were leading for most of it, and that Brad Parker forward pass could have sealed the deal for him. Yeah, we won't talk about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, <laughs> just want to marinate on that one. <laughs> uh, we, we took we took three really large bets on Manly head-to-head. -head. We took a $9,000 live oh, bet when I told Manly... told you not to do that, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Manly were up 12-6 at halftime. So at halftime, Manly were $1.60. We had 9K on them. Uh, and we also had 13.3K on them at $2.25. Oh. And then one... 
punter. Oh, please don't. Uh, Jay Timms? No, Jared, <laughs> Jared T had 55,245 on them to oh, win. No. Condolences. No. Um, and they lost in, in Golden Point. That For those that weren't watching on Saturday night. Yeah, that is a oh shocker. Oh, my uh, gosh. Uh, away from that, uh, much movement in the futures markets this week, Wayne? Uh, a couple <laughs> notable movements. So the Bronx wasn't their biggest movement in the last few weeks, but the Bronx affirmed once again $8 into seven fifty after their win against the Finns. Oh. I checked with the bookies to see if we had any notable holds on them. One punter got... Uh, they have 9600 on the Finns... Uh, not the Finns, the Bronx at sixteen fifty. Uh, for a 158k collect when the Bronx win. Not a lot of movement up top besides that, except for the Sharks. They've started to firm once again after mm-hmm. the return of Nico Hines. They're 15 bucks into 11. Oh, Our largest nice. hold on the Sharks is 500 bucks. They got that at $13. Yeah. Uh, Parramatta have dropped back to their price that they were in week two. They're 31 into 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was a lot of teams just blowing out down the bottom of the ladder. So the Raiders have blown really? out after their loss to the Knights. They're 26 out to 41. The Titans are 41 out to 67. The Dragons are the third team this year to join the triple-digit club. They went from 40 to 101. Jeez. And things have gone bad for worse. The Tigers, last week, they were 101 to win. They're so they now, moved a dollar. They're now 151. <laughs> what? Yeah. They're I didn't even know you could get 50 out to that. Yep. <laughs> you can, the Tigers. They're breaking records this year. The <laughs> yeah. Tigers, I'm telling you. It'll be the Leicester City of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could 500 be Leicester City won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas... <laughs> First ever NRL team to get relegated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want to get yeah, relegated. We can only have 16 yeah. teams next year. Yeah. Uh, finally, don't tell the misser. Yeah, let's let's talk about uh, the couple of big wins we had in open groups. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, we're in open groups on the Neds app. <laughs> you can come in and tell me about how many times I fail with the ladies. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I might tip you a few winners as well. Um, but, but more so the former. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the biggest multi we hit was on the Bronx-Fins game. I had the Bronx 1-12 to and Stags anytime try scorer. Oh, got that on the... Paying a dollar, uh, $7.19, yeah, and nice. my God, did I ride that home. Yeah, yeah. I, I, got a, I got on that myself, so that was huge for yep. me, and that paid for my shenanigans on the weekend uh, <laughs> Oscar back the Sharks 13 plus and Katoa anytime mm-hmm. try score $4.07 mm-hmm. uh, and then there was lots of other little hits in open groups that you're just going to have to join us to find out that's yep. right this isn't the biggest ever hit and don't tell the miso history but my mate Pete is using up his make a wish wish for me to read out his multi on the show <laughs> so this one's for you Pedro <laughs> He turned twenty five bucks into three hundred and ninety three. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, big big winner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> Pete, Pete had six legs. He had a six leg points over under line multi. He nailed the po- line and points over under in the Warriors Bulldogs game. Newey Raiders Dragons v Sharks. Good on you, Pedro. I hope nice, you Pedro. Stoked yeah. for you, mate. Now for the real hits, boys. We're gonna start. No, that was not. We have we got some big ones this week, boys. Five dollars into eight thousand six hundred seventy-six. Yes. Like yes. that. We've Love got it. eight try scorers and a head-to-head. These are the next couple. They've picked the same try scorers here. So this bloke had Jack Whiten, Adokar, Greg Marzu, Hudson oh. Young, Britton Nickora, no. uh, Jacob Caraz, Marcelo Montoya, Will Kenny, and Sharks head-to-head. Wow, cheeky little, cheeky little cheese. Oh. 
Next bet we've One day. got fifty dollars into nineteen thousand two hundred three. <laughs> what? Seven try scorers, much the same. Montoya, Mazu, Nikora, Young, Karaz, Adokar, Will Kennedy. Gee, no, Hudson Young, like yeah, that's he didn't come close all games. Yeah. One offload. Yeah. Well done. Now this one, boys. We've got one dollar into two thousand four hundred fourteen. Oh. Three legs. Wait, first what? try scorer. Say that again. Dollar into two K. Yeah. Wow. Just he's, have a five. All, all, all of these are on the Sunday games as well. So he's got Karaz first try scorer, okay. Kennedy first try scorer, and Hudson Young first. No try way. Scorer. Bang bang bang. Wonder. That is the best bet you'll ever hit, and you had one dollar. That might be Lomas. Yeah, you're my grandfather. He only t- he only bets a dollar on things. <laughs> There you go, boys. And then shout out to you, Pedro. The Neds NRL Punting Podcast Multi. Last week, guys, uh, Jarrell, I think we got about halfway through the weekend and you sent a message to the WhatsApp group saying, what was the better game? Yeah. <laughs> and by that point, I had a Thursday night league that had fallen over. So it was Well, 10. that's probably why I forgot. The response came from Oscar and he was like, oh, I'm pretty sure we had a leg on Thursday night and it's already fallen over, which he, what he completely admitted from <laughs> that was the fact that his leg had also <laughs> fallen over by He's that savage. point. Yeah, but didn't, it was irrelevant at that yeah. point. <laughs> Regardless, the multi did not get up. So okay. let's have another crack in round five and you're going to kick us off. Yeah, I've gone for. I think I've gone for the mo- the money value this you week. Have. Um, obviously, the uh, Rabbits play Melbourne. Uh, sorry, Oscar. That's I right. mean, I mean, we, we have to ride at home, but um, I'm hoping for an upset. They're about two dollars fifty. I $2. think $2. Melbourne head to head. So yeah. I've taken them. I just, I mean. It's really, it's been really hard to tip, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks because there's been the games have been great, mm. and obviously with Melbourne not starting amazingly and, and Rabbitohs having a couple of hard games, I just thought to myself, maybe you know they they'll probably get home this weekend. Munster surely improves from his first yeah. up run as well. Right? Yeah, well let's hope so. So I've gone Melbourne head to head at two dollars fifty. Two dollars fifty. All yep. right, Liam, you're second this week. Yeah, well we need to pull our socks up because the AFL got theirs up. This yeah, they week. did actually. Yeah, but they're doing it in a cheating way. Yeah, they yeah are it doesn't it. count. Really. It doesn't really. Big matter. asterisks on that. We're at all. Inclusive show, we all yeah. have a leg, and they've got one bloke tipping for them. Yeah, yeah. Just just Dylan's a bit of a coward, isn't he? Is. he? Yeah. A bit of fraud, <laughs> coward, lower class citizen, whatever. You know. <laughs> You might be living rent free in his yeah. head. Too, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, look, so I've 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 taken the Dolphins. I think they're a bit of value at two dollars this week. I know that Sean O'Sullivan's out for a while, and still no Finn Diesel. But I really don't rate the Dragons yeah. uh, as much as it breaks my heart. I love Ben Hunt, but I just don't think the Dragons are it. Go and down. I think think the the Dolphins will they'll get it done. The fins, fins yeah. up. I went uh, the most conservative this week because I figured that if we get to this point, because you're a well, I mean, last week <laughs> I, I kicked it off and it yeah. went horrifically. And you came lippy-clopping in on your high horse saying about how good you were and how much footy you knew. But you know what? First leg. Yeah, you're a clown. I don't know Sritter on a first. You're a phony. But we don't need to exactly turn on each phony. other. I apologise. I started that turn today, so I apologise. You aren't what I called you. You're a really good person. All right, so let's stick together, gentlemen. Thank you, Gerald. All right, the Broncos are playing West Tigers. I've made several comments about West Tigers this week. I've taken the Broncos at an alternate line of 11 and a half oh, points. All right, you're back in my good books. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's uh, a reasonably safe it play. It is very reasonable. Oscar, you're last. Last and uh, hopefully not least. Hopefully not. Uh, I've taken either team by ten and a half or less in the Bulldogs Cowboys yep. game on yep. Sunday night. Like it? I think the cows are probably not going as great as we all thought they would at this point of the season. They've also got a bunch of injuries to navigate this mm-hmm. week, and the doggies playing well, but still kind of figuring things out as well. So, given the fact that Fogs has just told us it was what twenty five out of thirty two games have been 
one to twelve or something like that. So yeah, yeah I think it's going to be a close one, and yeah, we'll, we'll take a bit on. And on obviously, the after there. the you know drama that you guys just had, like literally two minutes ago, you've obviously gone the last game of the week, so don't you don't have that drama again. That's next right. Week. I'll anchor it this week. Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Love yeah, that for remember us. Remember Oscar's leg, punters. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be seeing in the open yeah, room. Watch this is Oscar's Cowboys yeah. by forty or something. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's recap. Giles Storm to win two dollars fifty. Liam Dolphins to win. Fins up two dollars and two cents. Oh, that was. Jared Broncos at an alternate line of 11 and a half points and Oscar Bulldogs versus Cowboys. <laughs> Horns up, baby. Team Cows, or that's a dollar seventy-eight. That leg. I mean, yeah, yeah. A good bit of value there. Thank you. The bookies have video. <laughs> the bookies have given us a little pump there. Fifteen dollars for this multi oh. this week. What do you think about that? I think I that's. Well, I haven't got on one since round two. I didn't get on. Yeah, since yeah. round two. Well, you so keep saying you're going to get on every week. You're yeah, like, oh, I want to end of this one, boy. Yeah, I forgot to get off. Yeah. I forgot yeah. to get on the one last week. That's why we felt. It, yeah, it locks in on it. So I forgot to do it. So yeah, it's yeah. Really put me off anyway. 15, that's good. Like that. As always, punters, the Ned's NRL punting podcast multi is already built for your convenience under NRL round specials at neds.com.au or on the Ned's app. Well, episode five of season two is drawing to a close. Can't believe we're already four and five rounds into the season. Drew. I know. It goes pretty fast, especially when you're having fun. And yeah. I, I know Boy, we're having a lot of fun. Oh, we do have a lot of fun each week in and out. Um, I've got something for us this week. Yeah. Right, everyone knows that follows me. If you don't, draw yeah, you five uh, <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Um, but I'm a huge Arsenal fan. Yeah. Right? Uh, I know this is not an EPL uh, podcast, what? but it's Since not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Know, right? Yeah, what was Oscar talking yeah. about earlier? Oh, where am I? The Cowboys? We don't have teams. Anyway, there's been a lot of similarities. I've, I've followed, obviously, Arsenal since I was 10 years old, but this year has been really uncanny for the way that the Brisbane Broncos have started their season. Um, the last couple of years for Arsenal, we've watched Arsene Wenger, a very old coach, leave the club, 73 years of age he is. Wayne Bennett. Uh, exactly the same time that Arsene Wenger leaves the club at Arsenal, uh, 73 years of age as well, um, mm-hmm. leaves the club. They go to shit, Arsenal do. The Broncos, very similar way when another coach comes in uh, and that's – who's that coach? Uh, Anthony Seabold. Uh, where's he now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anthony Seabold comes Seabold. in and the club goes to its lowest and gets its first wooden spoon. Arsenal had done the same thing. Didn't get a wooden spoon, but they went to their worst ever when Unai Emery was uh, at the helm. They employ an uh, old uh, player from the club and now is the coach, Ooh. such as Kevin Walters hey. here at the Brisbane Broncos. Now, the first uh, five weeks of Arsenal's uh, new reign in the second year, like Kevy's, uh, they go 5-0, and oh, which yes. this week they will, I believe, against the Tigers. They come undone, Arsenal, against Man United week six. And the Broncos play the Raiders at home, where it's a bit of a bogey team for uh, the Broncos sometimes at Suncorp Stadium. So what I'm trying to say, boys, is Arsenal is nine games from winning the English Premier League. Mm. Uh, they're eight points out the top of the ladder against Man City. If they go on to win the league, Arsenal, I'm a big believer in things like this. So it's butterfly effect, sporting butterfly effect. I is that think, what you're trying to say? I think, I think the Broncos go and win it this year. So yes. And if they lose next week against the Raiders... I just think that everything that goes on from there is taking care of itself. So, Ko, are you listening? Like, we need to talk about yeah, this. It. Honestly, if, this, the clip. if they if they win this week and lose next week against the Raiders, and Arsenal go on and win the competition in nine weeks' time, 
I think the Broncos win it this year. Have you had a double of Arsenal to win the Premier League and the Broncos to win the NRL? Maybe pretty short now. Maybe I have, Jared. Well, have you? Yeah, I, I did at the start of the year when the Gunners started. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, um, right. <laughs> and I didn't do it for the Broncos because oh, I was right, okay. I was so nervous. Just, just an about... all up of those two at the moment, though. Listening. I know. Jaywise Twilight Zone here. It's pretty that. crazy. Both coaches have a sixty-three percent winning wow, streak. Stop. As well, okay. both coaches have won seven titles as well for Arsenal uh, coming through. Uh, uh, that is league titles, and Wayne Bennett has won seven uh, titles for uh, in the NRL. That's have ridiculous. You, have you ever seen Wayne Bennett and Mikel Arteta in the same room at the same time? No. No, 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 no I haven't. <laughs> but I could imagine seeing Arsene Wenger and Wayne Bennett because they're old and it's wrinkly and they've probably got right. wrinkly yeah. balls. So <laughs> I would fossils. say that a couple of fossils just getting along. Yeah. <laughs> wee wee. There you go, mate. Yeah. So I Sorry, just that think, is what I meant as well. Arsene Wenger, not my I just think if that this happens in the next couple of weeks, boys, yeah. I said it here first on the podcast round, round uh, what are we, round five. five so yeah. okay. there you go. You certainly would have said that first. Oscar. I do not know how to follow that. Uh, <laughs> um, no, like last week when I strung up Tommy Turbo for that thing, yeah, and no one wanted yeah. to follow me. <laughs> proper, I get it now. Proper <laughs> rattled me. Um, no, nothing. I just as a Rabbitohs fan, this is this would this would have been except for what I'm doing right now. Yeah, this would have been two weeks in a row that I went a whole potty without talking about my boys. So oh. I'm going to sneak in 30 seconds here. Just a little shout out to Lockie some of your best work in 30 seconds, don't you? Yeah, that's absolutely right. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure. You, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you handed an origin birth to Keon. Cologne Matangi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Details. 30 seconds plus that little exit before. <laughs> no, we'll just give a shout out to uh, Lockie Elias for kicking his first yeah. NRL career field goal last week and getting South to win. Um, yeah, obviously, Renault's killing it up there at the Bronx, but seeing Elias develop like he has certainly make, made that transition mm. uh, a lot easier to follow as a South fan. So, yeah, loving the work of Lockie Elias this year. Something for me. I'm just keen to hear more stories about the Broncos on the bender. <laughs> Story time with Jarrell, that's sensational. Well, you're going to have to wait a whole week, mate, oh. unfortunately. But you're going to hear more of it next week on the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. We have to name this podcast, though. Oh. So what should we call it? Story time with Jarrell, yeah. Senior Frogs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Senior Frogs. I think we call it good. Senior Frogs. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> All right, Done. thanks for listening to Senior Frogs, punters. Uh, it's available wherever you get your favourite podcast platform. Uh, oh, oh, dearie. Wouldn't man. they already oh, know? Really if they've come this far, wouldn't they I was just about to make know? that point, and that's yeah. why I fell over myself. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, partners. Enjoy the footy this week, and if you're having a better always remember to get Roswell. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.